0: Hey there, friends, it's Will Bowman with The Art of the Interview. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Today, I am going to talk about the question, how do I prepare for my first Interview. Now, if you found this podcast, it's likely that you have found this podcast through searching on Google for how to prepare for my first podcast, how to prepare for my first video interview. And what's really important here is not the type of interview that you're doing, but the fact that it is your first one. And if that is the case, I want to say congratulations. I'm excited for you. I This is something that I love doing and I really hope that you're going to catch the bug that I caught, um, that I have caught, and that I continue to catch um, and find interviewing something that's exciting. Fun, unique, and just generally enjoyable to do. And I also hope that you're going to have a good time. You're going to get some really, just have a really great experience of going deep with your subject um, and having some actual intimacy built there. And that's uh, I'm going to try today with this um, podcast to give you some tips so that you can have that good experience. So that you're going to want to go back again and again and again and again and again and just get super excited, even if you don't make it your living or your, um, you know, what you do for a living, that you just enjoy doing it because it's a great skill to have, especially in the modern world that we live in. So congratulations. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take you through my four tips, the things, the four things that I would do if I were going back and doing my first interview um, and I'm going to tell you first what I would do, and then I'm going to tell you sort of the cornerstone pillar why what this does and why it's important so we're going to mix practice and explanation which is kind of like the theory behind interviewing we're going to make it really tangible and then we're going to make it you know really heady about why this is really important and this is hopefully going to give you a little bit of a an intro into some of the ideas that I talk about in the rest of my episodes which if you continue to do interviewing I hope that you'll keep coming back and listening and getting value um, and just I hope that it will be helpful for you in you know doing the best you can and being a good interviewer um and and on your podcast or your YouTube show or your television show or you know just as, as you know as a news person or whatever you know uh, just being better being. All right, so I'm going to be done with my intro now. I'm going to jump right into the good stuff and we're going to talk about the four things that I would do is if I was going back and doing my interview um, my first interview all over again. So this starts well before the interview. I'm not going to talk about in the interview. I'm going to talk about before the interview, how I'd prepare. And the first thing I would do is I would research, right? The late, great Larry King had a principle that he did no interview or no research for his interviews. I do not like that. I don't like that. Um, that style but here's why we he was a great interviewer I'm not docking him here's why the reason Larry King didn't do didn't do research is the same reason I do research and that's because he wanted to be genuinely curious when he went into his interviews and if he did a bunch of research he felt like that hindered him from being able to be curious Genuinely with his interviewee now. I don't feel that way at least for me. I genuinely feel like research for me is actually a stimulus for my creativity. It shows me what to be, or sorry, not creative, curious, my curiosity. It shows me what to be curious about, what things are interesting. It gets me excited for the subject. I'm that kind of person that like, when I'm interested in something, I want to do a lot of it. You know, like if I, if I, if I'm kind of like, eh, you know, it's not really that interesting. Like I, I don't do a lot with it. I, I'll, you know, research it a little bit and then I'll just kind of get off of it. But if I'm, like, really into something, I will do a lot of research and get read books. And and that's just the way that I do it, both with subjects and with people, right? So some of the specific things that I would research about the person is I'd research their history, right? Maybe I'd write them an email and say, hey, send me your resume so I can kind of know what you... Um, you know, what you did, you know, what what's your past like, where'd you go to school, what have you done in the past, right? Maybe I'd go to that school and research the school and find out what they graduated with, you know, I'd go to their Facebook page and Facebook stalk them a little bit, you know, just get into their lives and just kind of get curious, you know, maybe this would involve, you know, actually doing an interview with them or like not an interview, a coffee date with them where I took them out, I bought them coffee, bought them a scone, just talked about their life, talked about their thoughts, right? And that's going to come in later as well with another thing that I would do. But for now, it's really just getting curious through the research process, right? And another thing that that does is it shows you what the right questions to ask are. What are the right subjects to talk about with this person, right? One of the other subjects that I would research is past media interviews that this person had done. So maybe this person is a small town, you know, a small town, you know, folk who doesn't have any experience with media. They've never been on television. They've never been on, um, you know, the news, whatever that is. But likely, if you're interviewing them, that may not be the case. And a lot of times, if you watch back some of the previous media they've already created. Then you'll know what's already been asked and what you don't really need to to harp on because it's already in existence in the world, right? It'll show you where's the niche, where's the empty space with this person that would be really interesting to sort of go into, to be curious with, right? So that's all and let me and let me reemphasize this the whole research process is ultimately purposed to get you more curious right if you are feeling like the research process is inhibiting your curiosity don't do it or do even or do a minimal amount right this is why larry king didn't do research was because he felt like it inhibited his curiosity. Whereas I do research because I feel like it accentuates it. It brings it out. I feel out of control and almost like uh, uncurious because I feel like I'm just kind of residing on the surface stuff that, you know, has already been talked about if I don't do that research beforehand. Personally, that's just my feeling on it. Either way, first thing I would do, I would do research, you know, do the research, get curious. Um, and that, because curiosity is one of the fundamental pillars of interviewing that you're going to um, you're going to explore. All right, so that's number one. Number two, I would ask people around me and who were in my audience what they would be interested in me talking to this person about. So, for example. If I, a lot of times before these uh, podcasts, I will go to Google and I will just search for a question that's related to podcasting or to interviewing or to YouTube channeling or whatever, and then I'll go to the little section of the... um, of the results that's questions that people are actually asking. And I'll just kind of click through that until I find one that I feel like I can answer. That is a way of querying your audience, of saying, hey, what are you guys interested in knowing? So that when you put out your media, you're actually going to be sort of putting out media that people are already interested in knowing. We live in a world where we at a click of a button can already know what people are asking, what people are doing right this is really a cool feature for media creators and for interviewers because we can we we even if we don't have an audience yet we can find out what our ideal audience is interested in by just Looking on Google. Sometimes I'll ask my wife, "Hey, you know, honey, what what would you what what do you think about this? What would you be interested in this? If I'm talking to this person, what would you be interested in?" Right? Get outside of your own head a little bit and figure out what other people are curious about. Because in turn, that's going to figure out that's going to help your curiosity to take form and to have some direction. Right? So that's the second thing I do. First thing is I would do research. The second thing I would is I would ask my audience what they would be interested in knowing. Based on me doing the interview with this person. The third thing that I would do is if I had the time and the space and if I had the connection with this person, right? Oh, and I'm sorry, I need to go back. The second, the, the audience question, that's the uh, that's the second pillar, audience. You want to have a connection with your audience when you're doing interviews as opposed to just doing them in a vacuum, right? So curiosity is the first pillar, audience is second pillar right? The third pillar is ask them what they think might be interesting to talk about in their interview. Now, I realize many of you may not have this liberty. You're interviewing someone who you don't have access to, you don't have a connection with. Maybe you know them, maybe you don't, right? I realize this is the case. But if you do have the ability to have access to them and to their time, maybe take them out for a coffee date and do what's called a pre-interview, right? Where you just talk to them, get to know them, just treat it like a regular coffee date. It doesn't have to be weird. Just go out and just have a conversation with them. Ask them about their life. Again, you're getting curious about this person. And in that conversation, you know, say, hey, what do you think um, is going to be interesting to talk about in this? I'm coming up on an interview that I've been wor- I've been working on a project for almost three years with this person, and we're coming up on the interview. And I'm going to before we sit down to do the interview, I'm going to do a, a pre-interview with them where I'm going to sit down and say, "Hey, I think that this is what we should talk about. What do you think about that? Talk to me a little bit about that, right?" And this is going to do a this is going to do a couple things, right? The most important thing is is it does what's called, and I talk about this in my other podcast. It's going to start to build the container of trust, right? Your job as an interviewer is to build a container and to hold a container of trust and intimacy and security for this person who you're interviewing. Now, that's a really heady concept and there's a lot that goes into it, but just Suffice to say, you're building intimacy with this person. You're building trust with this person. You need to make this person feel secure and safe and and, 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 and trusting of you so that they can give the best interview that they possibly can. And if you take them out and you ask them, hey, what do you think we should talk about in this interview? That's going to be a big thing because that's going to give them agency. It's going to give them a sense of control. And it's going to give them buy-in. These are all things which contribute to the container and help them to be invested in what you're talking about. Because if you go out, I, I recently was watching a, a video with uh, uh, with an actress, a really well-known actress. And the interviewer asked her, they were talking about a movie that she had been in recently where she had to wear a skin-tight uh, outfit, right? And the interviewer said, asked her the question, did you have to wear underwear? Did you get to wear underwear under that thing? And she just got super super like peeved and somewhat rightly so, because that interviewer was asking her a question that had already been asked her so many times in so many different interviews, and she was sick and tired of talking about right he was he didn't he he wasn't invested in what she had already said and who she had already told this stuff to she he didn't care what she wanted to talk about he had his ideas. And she was a little bit pissed off, and rightly so. That could have been overcome if he had, before the interview, just sat down with her for five minutes, just brought her in, sat her down in a back room and said, Hey, what do you want to talk about? What do you not want to talk about? You know? And she'd be like, You know what I really don't want to talk about? My freaking wardrobe, right? I don't care about my wardrobe for this movie. How about we talk about this, and how about we talk about that? That whole situation could have been avoided, and the trust would have been there if he had just sat down and had that conversation a little bit beforehand, right? And so that's the third pillar, container, right? And again, that's a really heady concept. Don't get wrapped up in it. Just for the sake of this this podcast, ask them what they're interested in it's super intuitive. It's not super intuitive. It's not something that you would think about to do, but it's super helpful, right? Because, and it does a lot of good for the interview. Now they may say, I don't know, what do you want to talk about? And you just say, well, you know, what what are you interested in? Like, what's exciting about this subject for you? You know, just kind of be in dialogue with them, you know, and, and you'll get there. You will get there. Um, to be able to, they'll, because they'll start to talk about something they're really interested in and you'll sense the energy there. And then you can take them down that path rather than down, you know, did you get to wear underwear under your skin tight outfit? Right. Cause honestly, who wants to answer that question? And then in an interview, really anyone, no one. All right. So those are the first three research, ask your audience, ask them. And the last thing that I would do, and I would do this generally the day of the interview I personally practice a form of mindfulness called centering prayer. And what I do every what I do before an interview a lot of times, if I have the time, sometimes I don't have the time for this. This is a daily practice for me, but sometimes if I have the time before an interview that's particularly nervous, I'll do my practice for fifteen or twenty minutes because what it does is it stills my mind and it stills my emotions at least to a point to where and here's the important thing. I can be genuinely present with the person in a way that I'm not able to if my mind and my emotions are all over, right? And that's the fourth pillar, presence. When you're in the interview, you want to do your best to just be present with the person, to be curious with them, to be having a conversation and reactive to what they're saying, right? Right? So often I hear, well, I don't know what to say next and what the question to ask next next is. And this is a topic that you can have whether, you know, whether you're doing an interview or just having a conversation with someone, right? If you're present with someone, the questions will come to you as opposed to having to like think about, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what do I, what do I do? What do I do? What do I ask? What do I ask? How do I not make it silent, right? And one way I've found is that's really helpful for me is to do my mindfulness practice to still my mind and emotions so that I can be in the present moment with that person um, in the interview, right? And that might not look like a mindfulness practice for you. That might look like going for a walk along the river. That might look like reading a good book. Whatever it is, you know, doing breathing exercises. Whatever you can do to still your mind, still your emotions, and be present with the person who you're with, that is going to be what you should do um, before your pre- before your first interview, and the good news is, is just you know you that's that's having fun. That might be having a cup of coffee. So that's your excuse, right? Maybe you're doing a work interview, or an interview for with someone at work. It's your excuse to say, hey guys, I'm checking out. I'm gonna go get myself a cup of coffee at Starbucks and just sit around and think about the world for a few minutes and just relax myself. Or if that's not you know relaxing for you, that might not be relaxing for you. You uh, it might be you know going and listening to music in the back room. Um, for a few minutes or whatever that thing is, right? So, all right, that's it. Summary, the four things I would do but to prepare for my first interview, do research, ask people in my audience what they're interested in hearing, ask them what they're interested in hearing, and then take time to relax, still my mind, still my emotions, and just come to the interview present and relaxed and have some fun, right? And the four pillars, curiosity, audience container presence do those four things you're going to be well on your way to starting to build those four things um in and in your interviewing and in your for your first interview All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. That's been today's episode. Um, If you're interested in more of this stuff, if interviewing isn't just going to be a first thing for you, if there's going to be more um, interviews in your future, I really encourage you to like and subscribe to this podcast. Um, You know, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Interviewing is a lot of fun, but there are some really genuinely some techniques that you can use to, you know, do better interviews and have more fun with your interviews and just be relaxed and help your interviewee to have a transformative experience, right? To have a good experience for them too. And that's kind of what I try to explore in this podcast is the ideas, the techniques, the tools, um, all that go back to the art of the interview. Um, so you can be the best interviewer and get do the best interviews that you possibly can. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next episode. We'll check you later.